Hey everybody, it's ODI Productions here, and I just want to say Happy New Year's 2024. Good news, we are back with the podcast. We took a few months off because it was a busy Q4 in 2023. First off, I want to thank everyone who emailed and showed support for the podcast and who is still currently even listening to the older episodes right now. So one of my goals for this year is to have one quality piece of content release every single week. I want to be way more consistent than I have been in the past couple of years. So we're gonna try a new format here. What you're about to hear is going to be an extended, less edited version of this week's YouTube video. Now, the podcast and the YouTube video are still going to be different to where there is benefit in watching the YouTube video and listening to the podcast. So the benefits for all of you listeners to the podcast, who I consider to be the most dedicated, you're going to be receiving the content before it releases on YouTube. Not only that, this is an extended, less edited version of the YouTube video. So what I mean is that this is still edited, but it is actually in a better way for you listeners because I've removed all the filler, all of you know the pauses and just empty space. So you'll be receiving information that's a lot more polished, but at the same time, I'm leaving in segments that goes deeper into the topics of the video. So the video is gonna be shorter and it's not going to be as elaborate in terms of the raw footage that I had filmed when making the YouTube video. So just to get you guys behind the scenes, when I record a YouTube video, I typically record like raw footage wise of like 45 minutes to an hour and I have to try and get that down close to less than 15 minutes, ideally for YouTube. But obviously in the podcast, you know our episodes have typically average around 30 minutes. Now, when I'm doing the editing on those YouTube videos, there's a lot of information and context that unfortunately just can't make it to the final cut on the YouTube video. And that's why I think it's perfect for the podcast. And so I think that this format, it allows me to still pump out highest quality content that I can do and I want to do every single week this year. And for the podcast listeners, I do think this is a bit of a treat. And if you're a visual uh, learner though, I still think the YouTube video is going to have that advantage because in some of these videos, they're gonna be more visual heavy in terms of showing you know certain things on screen, but some people, they learn or they listen uh, to podcast better to consume information. So it just depends what your preference is, but at the end of the day, just want to deliver max value. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to put the less edited version of this week's YouTube video right here. In this video, I'm going to detail my weekly routine for the next six months in order to hit my goals this year. I'll be honest with you guys, I'm tired of letting myself down. I've been inconsistent with content and I just feel like I could be impacting more people if I was the best version of myself. First, let's start with what is monk mode? People can have different definitions, but I essentially just see it as an extreme period of discipline, focus, work ethic, and to a large extent, solitude. And the reason why I'm taking such an extreme approach and I've read countless books on productivity, psychology, mindset, you name it. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to focus, right? The things that we focus on tends to be what we get in return. So I'm using monk mode this year to get into the best peak physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Also, I just want to stop living a life of mediocrity and I really want to level up and I'm just 
doing this for me. At the end of the day, I want to be the best version of myself so I can offer that to all of those people around me, all the people that I love, my friends, my family, and also to those that follow me online. And so I'm going to detail my daily and weekly routine. But the last thing I want to say is stop relying on motivation. Motivation won't always be there. It's finite. Systems and habits are what are going to get you there. That's why I'm not even going to talk about my goals for 2024 in this video, maybe in another one. Honestly, if you want to stop living an average life, you have to stop doing average people behavior. Life is too short to be average. Society tricks you into thinking that you have these limits, that this is all the life that you deserve. But I can tell you from experience, you have no limits. And the last thing I want to say is we need to attack 2024 like it owes us money because it does. All right. So jumping into the overview of monk mode for 2024, I'm going to embark on a six month period starting right now, January 2024, and it's going to end around June. All right. So in order to track my progress this year, so the past couple of years, I've been using a free app. It's just called Habit on the App Store on iOS, and I've just been using this to track my daily, weekly habits and goals. And I plan to do the exact same thing this year. This app really helped me to get on the right track in 2023, but really I just see that as a springboard to really execute in 2024 and take it to a new level. So the first thing, wake up at 5 a.m. So reading this now, I kind of regret already writing this because I haven't woken up to an alarm clock in eight years since I had a full-time nine to five job. Because I don't have to is the exact reason why I need to. So when I built one of my first seven-figure businesses, which was an affiliate marketing website, I did this routine called Miracle Morning. It's from this book, Miracle Morning, highly recommend it. And I was doing Miracle Morning while juggling a full-time nine-to-five job. That's how I made time and was productive enough to even start another business while working a full-time job. The rest of my daily routine is basically longer versions of Miracle Morning. But the first thing is just waking up early. You know, if you don't have time, you have to make time. And so if your workday starts at, let's say, 9 a.m., then you might have to wake up at 5, work from... 5.30 to 7.30 in order to make time for your business. And as much as I hate to admit this because I know that, you know, there's so many videos online of like, wake up at 4 a.m., grind set, this and that. You know, at the end of the day, the truth is there is something magical about those early hours where it's still dark out, the sun's not out. And the feeling you get when you accomplish more than a regular person's entire day before most people are even waking up is insane. And the last thing about waking up early is just shocking the system. Look, I'm a big believer that if you feel like you've been stuck in a rut and you want to change your life, I think you have to shock the system, like literally do stuff that your body's not used to so that you can break out of that rut psychologically and even to a physical level. Speaking of physical health, the next thing is eight hours of quality sleep per night, which I'm actually happy to say that I've been very consistent with getting eight plus hours of sleep on average and getting pretty good scores on my aura ring. But I actually want to set a goal of averaging a 75 sleep score on aura. Now that doesn't sound like a high score, but for me, I get a lot of sleep, but I tend to go to bed late at night and I don't have the best sleep timing. And I could also use like more REM sleep. I do on good nights get 
up to three hours of deep sleep, which I think is really great. So next one is really the big one for probably most people watching this video, and that's eliminating distractions. And it starts with your phone. The phone is so highly addictive that we really have to look at this as if it were a drug. I mean, my goal for this year is less than one hour of phone screen time per day. And I recently just signed up for this Opal app, which I actually have been liking a lot, and it's totally cut down my screen time and helped me to get closer to this goal. Like when I signed up, it told me that because I'm averaging roughly like five hours of phone screen time per day, that's going to be 22 years of my life looking at my phone. And when I read that, I was horrified because such a large chunk of my life given to just what scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, that just sounds like a nightmare. Like I, I don't want to live that life and I just want to quit cold turkey. So for me, the social medias, getting off them, using an app like Opal that blocks them during the working day. And the only reason I even want to keep the social media apps is because for my business and for my companies, I think that social media marketing is still an essential part. So I can't not have it at all. But the issue is when you do something called wandering. I think Cal Newport coined this term when you go on YouTube and you're looking at all these things on your feed. You know, for me, one of my best time wasters is I love watching these like two hour long video game essays, just like these retrospectives, these critiques of old retro video games that honestly I'd never even played or you know I don't even plan to play, but it's just so fascinating to me. That's kind of my guilty pleasure lately. And I just need to really get off that because at the end of the day, all the social media, it's just fleeting. It's in and out in 15 minutes, right? You watch it, you're entertained for the moment. And then within 15 minutes, you forget what you even watch. And the next day, you know, you don't even remember it anymore. And at the end of the day, when it comes to choosing what to consume in terms of digital content media, look, I love movies, I love music. If I have free time, I want to devote that to art that truly moves me and that changes me. So again, it could be movies, it could be music, and it could also be video games. Video games are a great art form, but when I'm spending hours just watching useless videos on YouTube or, you know, I don't really use TikTok, but for most people, it's probably scrolling on TikTok. You regret those minutes. And that's something that I just want to do way less of, if not eradicate completely. Look, five hours a day is insane. You know, one hour at the most is how much I want to give to my phone this year. So next is a four hour deep work session per day. If you haven't read the book, Deep Work, Cal Newport, amazing book, but essentially it posits that realistically, you only have around three to four hours that you can work on deep work, which I mean, it's really like your life's work. It's either your job or it's when you're working on a business, it's the thing that's gonna move the needle the most. So this is gonna be knowledge work. It's gonna be work that requires creativity. Coding, for example, you can't really brute force your way to 12 plus hours of coding because at the end of the day, coding is not just typing mindlessly on a keyboard. It's coming up with solutions to problems in creative ways. It's more artistic than a lot of people actually think. So for my deep work sessions, I'm going to be doing software related tasks. This is going to include front end web development, UX, UI design and implementation of those designs. And it's going to include marketing. You know, marketing is like my bread and butter, but you know, having to do marketing for different companies, for different niches, different markets, 
uh, it's going to take a lot. Do that and also consult with other companies and help them with their marketing, whether it's their YouTube ads, their organic content, their SEO, things that I've consulted with other companies, large, large companies for. That's going to take my attention and my time. So next on the health front, a 48 hour fast once per quarter. Now I was doing a bunch of 24 hour fasts in 2023, which I'm really proud of. I kind of slipped up uh, towards the end of the year, you know, holidays, I was just eating whatever. And I, I really wasn't doing any fasts in the last like Q4. If you've never done a 24 hour fast before, and look here in America, we have so much abundance of food. And I mean, you could argue like food filled with chemicals and unhealthy food and fast food that it's rare for someone on purpose to go 24 hours without eating. Eating is such a big culture here. I mean, look at the obesity rates in the US that's just growing every single year. It's insane. It's out of control. You know, on one hand, it's the food supply, but on the other hand, you know, it really is these habits of overconsumption. I did my first 24 hour fast probably maybe two years ago, and it's insane how much of a difference it makes. And when you do your first 24 hour fast, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to give you clarity to how much of our time and our mind space is dedicated to thinking about food. You wake up, okay, what to eat for breakfast? And then you're gonna go out, get a coffee or a tea. And then you're gonna eat lunch. Then you're gonna feel sluggish from that lunch because your body has to digest it. And then you have to eat a snack, snack throughout the afternoon. Then it's dinner time, have a big old dinner, maybe have some alcohol, maybe a bedtime snack before you go to bed, which ruins your sleep because now your body has to focus on digestion for the next three hours and you're trying to go to bed. So I'll just say, if you've never fasted before, please one time this year, try a 24 hour fast and see the difference that it makes. Next, I want to cook healthy meals five times per week. And part of me is like, why not seven times per week? Honestly, I can't sustain not eating out or eating restaurants or just eating good food like honestly pizza burgers i can't go seven days straight without those things and i'm giving myself some leeway here just to make it sustainable if i eat like super perfect for let's say 14 days straight i'll probably binge for the next week after that and so i don't want to do that i want to do something sustainable something realistic to be honest i understand i'm human i'm gonna make mistakes so as long as i cook healthy meals five days out of the week and that's you know cooking the lunch and the dinner or just the one meal a day sometime then that's pretty much going to ensure that you know i'm eating much healthier than most of the fast food or the restaurants that i i get elsewhere and i get to control everything i get to weigh out all of the portions and control how much salt all the seasonings I use all the you know ingredients I use are going to be the best and then daily I'm going to supplement vitamin d3 plus k2 and magnesium supplements now vitamin d deficiency is so widespread and it is so hard to actually get vitamin d from the sun because you have to be out during a window of let's say like 12 noon to 3 p.m you have to expose enough skin that you know the uv rays are interacting with your skin to synthesize the vitamin D. It's just so hard. Like even if you live in a sunny place, chances are you're probably vitamin D deficient if you're not going outside between the hours of, again, like 12 noon to like 3 p.m. One app that I like to use here is D-Minder. That's when I was relying on getting my vitamin D naturally, which thankfully, you know, I did have the option to do that, but it just, even if I could do that every day, it's just unsustainable. 
and the supplementation of the vitamin D is just much more consistent. Next, I can't stress this enough, but just please try and get a 30 minute walk every single day. So touch grass, like this sounds like a meme and it sounds trite, but at the end of the day, one of the biggest changes for me that helped me and my health journey, honestly, is a 30 minute walk a day. I used to you know, spend so many hours behind a computer, just sedentary. And if you're working behind a computer or you're just on your phone all day and you're not getting out, you're not getting fresh oxygen, you're not getting vitamin D and you're not getting the blood circulating in your body, then honestly, you could have like the best diet, the best sleep. But if you're not active and getting the blood circulating, then I really think that the body has a hard time to, you know, do tasks like heal and to distribute those vitamins uh, throughout the body uh, to where they need to get to. So for me, 30 minute walk per day, it sounds for most, some people looking at this, you're probably like, wow, that's sad. But there's, for me, I was spending so much of my time indoors and just like not going out, like just working or just being lazy, honestly, that this is one of the biggest changes to my life. And then in addition to that, when I do a 30 minute walk, I like to do active meditations. I used to listen to audiobooks and podcasts when I go for a walk because I don't commute to an office. I don't drive, uh, thankfully, because if I did, I'd probably listen to some podcasts or some audiobooks. But because I don't do those things and because I can do those things at home, like when I'm at my desk or when I'm on the couch, then for me, the 30 minute walk, I like to have zero stimulus or zero stimuli. Again, I think before I kind of had this min-max strategy of I'm gonna be consuming tactical information of every single waking minute of the day. And I did that for quite some time. I got through a lot of books, but the issue is you have to be present and being outside and just literally looking at the leaves and listening to the sounds of nature, those things are what's actually important, what's actually gonna give you joy and keep you healthy mentally. When you listen to audiobooks when you're outside and you're supposed to, when I'm doing this like active meditation, working on my breathing and I'm walking and I'm not having any stimuli in my ears, if I were to listen to stuff all the time, then it kind of takes away from the present moment, right? I'm like thinking about all these things when I should just be focusing on my breathing. And that's what I like to do. and you know, that's just what I've been doing lately. So the next thing is strength workout three times per week. So as far as physical shape, I definitely want to try and get into the best shape of my life this year. And in 2023, I made some good strides towards that in terms of getting lean, getting my diet super cleaned up. And for me, I actually like to, I used to go to the gym a lot, like five times a week, but these days I actually just workout at home. I don't even have a gym membership and uh, I do three strength workouts per week. My focus is minimalism here, which is like for me who used to spend a lot of time in like a traditional gym, I think working out from home and only spending like, let's say an hour and a half on strength training per week and then being able to get into a shape that I'm happy with, honestly, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to win any bodybuilding competition. So I don't, you know, I, I want to spend time working on things like my business and health is still important. So for me, I'm following like this minimalist approach, uh, which, you know, at the end of the day, everyone, everyone has their own goals and this is enough to hit my goal. So the next thing, golf. So I'm taking golf more seriously in the last year and I need to golf two times per week in order to hit my goal this year, which I want to break 85 on a legit, like difficult 18 hole course. Like 
ideally something that like the PGA Tour plays on. I know that's like, for me, I'm, I'm a novice golfer. One achievement I was proud of hitting was building up a 300 yard drive with a range ball and with top tracer so it's legit so that's one of my big goals this year and i don't really know if that has anything to do with monk mode but uh that's one of the weekly things i'm going to be working on then we have reading 30 minutes per day one thing that i'm proud of from 2023 that i accomplished is i did not go a single week without reading i read for 52 weeks straight did not miss a single week and we're still going strong with that uh so i'm pretty happy and proud of myself for that uh, and I just want to continue reading. And when it comes to reading, obviously, you know, most of you probably read self-improvement, uh, personal development. I've read a ton of those books. I still am right now. Uh, but I also like to read fiction. And lately I've been reading a book, Snow Crash, which is science fiction. I love science fiction, fantasy. It's good. Be exposed to just different genres and different ideas, honestly. Like it can't just all be all you read is business books. Like there's so much great literature and movies from history that can teach you a lot about the human condition. And then the last thing is practice or make music every single day. So, you know, I got my start as a music producer, like how I made my first dollars online was selling beats online and, you know, producing beats, hip hop beats and selling them on SoundClick you know, with PayPal and just emailing them to people. Then I did mixing and mastering freelancing, got pretty good at that. And I think I was in my teens when I was charging up to $200 per song to have mixed and mastered back in the day. That was a great side hustle when I was in college. And uh, yeah, I thought that was really great. But then obviously I found affiliate marketing and I quit that cold turkey, the freelancing, because it's like, why do active work where you have clients and they want revisions and this and that when I can just get paid on autopilot? So. For me, getting back into music, as you can see, I got the piano in the back there. Uh, so composing music on FL Studio, I wanna get back into that. Playing guitar, I want to practice that as well. So I want to learn more traditional piano in terms of like playing the piano. I've composed for many, many years, like that was my background, but composing is not the same as like playing piano from like a classically trained perspective. So I wanna like learn piano the right way. And I also want to practice my scales on guitar and get better as a guitarist as well, because that's, I definitely have a lot of work that I need to do there. And, you know, one thing I do regret is not spending more time with music every day. It provides a lot of joy for me, and it's really one of my biggest passions. But, you know, I think those years I was building my business, I was just so focused on making money. I actually, you know, kind of lost sight of the things that truly give me joy and, and my passions. And now things are a little more balanced. I can get back into uh, my passion, my hobby, and that's making music and working with music, musicians, artists. All right, so just to wrap up these ideas, 2024, we need to leave behind those habits and even the people that don't serve you. You know what I mean by that? I, I don't mean serve like literally like, you know, like fetch you a drink. I mean like, they aren't adding to your life in a beneficial way. And I'm not talking about every relationship needs to be transactional. I'm just talking about you are the average of your five friends. And the first thing I wanna say is before you throw any stones and you judge your friends, look hard in the mirror, look at yourself, be the change you wish to see. And if you're not being the best version, that's what this is all about. Like if you're not the one who's living your best life and you're trying to share that with your friend group, then you need to work on yourself first. But 
What I'm saying is we're not all so lucky that we're surrounded by like-minded people who are into the same stuff that we are, right? And the internet is one of the great places you can go to to be surrounded by people who are trying to level up physically, mentally, financially, emotionally, spiritually. The internet's one of the great places that I've found like-minded people and you need people to hold you accountable at the end of the day. And sometimes it's not gonna be your in real life friend group or your network. And that's the sad, honest truth. Like not everyone's blessed with you know, being surrounded by seven figure, eight figure mentors and stuff like that. Like not everyone's surrounded by founders and CEOs and entrepreneurs, right? So you have to go find them. That's just the honest truth. And you might have to do an audit of those around you. Again, once you've worked on yourself and you've made sure that you're not the problem, you have to do an audit of the people who are around you, whether that's friends, whether that's family. And if their negativity and their cynicism and their average behavior, it can leak onto you and it can trick you into accepting mediocrity. And that is an issue. And it's this is a conversation that, look, not many people are going to have with you. And some people just don't know. You need someone who's been in your shoes, who's achieved the things that you want to achieve to tell you like it is. It's not going to be the average people who are going to tell you what you need to do to get to the next level. It's going to be the people who are at that level, right? So at the end of the day, leave behind those habits, the people or anything that doesn't serve you. It doesn't provide joy or it doesn't help you to build progress. And at the end of the day, do more things that build progress and spark joy in your daily life. For me, it's music. For you, it might be some other hobby. And by working and seeing your progress and growing, that's the only time you will find peace. You know, I learned a hard lesson that I thought peace was basically retiring and just doing nothing, honestly. And, you know, after working so many years, that may be appealing and attractive. But, you know, three months, six months into going on vacation or traveling, it gets old, honestly. The thing that's going to keep you going is having a purpose, impacting other people. So the last thing I want to leave you with is I'm currently working on this affiliate starter kit for 2024, and I've put dozens of hours into creating these resources and this database of literally dozens of million dollar blogs and online businesses in every single niche that you can imagine, or at least every single profitable niche that's proven to be profitable. So I've been working on this like crazy and going to be releasing that soon. But for now, I am going to be taking down my free training, which thousands of people have taken with very, very high praise and positive feedback. So thank you guys for that. But I'm going to be launching a brand new one for 2024 because that training was launched in like 2022. So it's outdated and there's a new training that's going to be so much better. And so if you want to get signed up to get notified right when that drops, which is going to be within one week, go to odiproductions.com, link in the description, sign up to the email list. You will get notified as long as you're part of that email list, you've confirmed, and then you will know the details when that drops. And last but not least, I am redoing my one-on-one mentorship program, which was released five years ago. It's way too long. I'm redoing that from the ground up. Honestly, 2024, it requires a new approach. So the past couple months, I've been reworking how I'm doing the one-on-one mentorship program to help people launch their affiliate business the right way, to help with all the biggest problems, whether that's finding a niche, choosing a domain, a brand name, helping them find the right affiliate products, helping them to get traffic. Traffic is one of the biggest problems and hurdles when it comes to being an affiliate, 
starting a business, you know, no matter what you're selling, getting traffic is one of the hardest things. And the number one channel for affiliate marketing is proven to be SEO. And so that's something that, you know, I have strategies that are working right now. We're talking 2023, 2024 updated strategies. Also from that program, the unanimous favorite module from all of my students that I've heard is actually the mindset and the productivity module. I, I thought it was going to be sharing, you know, a million dollar affiliate website going into the details of that, which I will do even more in this new program. But because the mindset, the productivity was a fan favorite, and obviously from this video, you can see that, you know, I've, I've devoted a lot of time to tailoring my productivity routine. I'm going to go 10 times harder on mindset, productivity, health. Health is wealth, honestly, at the end of the day. And in order for you to perform as an entrepreneur, look, your business only grows as fast as you're willing to grow from a personal level. And if you're not operating at 100%, neither is your business going to be. So I'm going to be going 10 times harder on the mindset, the productivity, the health hacks, everything in this new program. So really excited to be going into that, something I'm really passionate about. But for a limited time, it's 80% off because we're doing early bird pricing since the program is five years old at this time. And I've updated it a few times over the past few years, but it just needs a complete rework from the ground up. So if you wanna learn more about that, there'll be a link in the description below where you can access that, you can read more, you can learn more, you can also email if you have any questions. But that wraps up the video for today. So Monk Mode 2024, on one hand, it's like, this isn't gonna be easy, but on the other hand, I know this is what I have to do. And that's the hard part is like, many times it doesn't come down to intelligence. It comes down to courage of just who is willing to do the things that other people are not willing to do. And I know that doing these daily habits and having these systems is what's gonna carry me to the goals I'm trying to reach for 2024. And I didn't even discuss those goals with you other than golf. Uh, so maybe in another video, I'll break down how to set good goals and how to set goals. But it's better we focus right now just on the daily, the weekly habits, the ins and outs, because that's what's going to get you to your year-long goals. So it's more important that we take care of this first. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope that some of it was insightful or inspiring to you. And hopefully you can implement some of this into your weekly routine in 2024. Let me know in the comments below what you're working on, whether it's physically, financially, mentally, spiritually. You know, we're all trying to level up here. So I'd like to hear from you guys. And if you did enjoy this video, please leave a like and subscribe for more videos. Trying to do one video per week and send out one email per week this year. That's one of my goals, which I actually uh, forgot to add here, but that is going to be one of my goals. I guess it could be categorized underneath deep work, that four hour deep work session. Some of that's gonna be committed to doing content as well. So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this video and can't wait for the next one.